And welcome back to the weekend edition of the We Got It All Figured Out podcast. Hey, man, we got a lot to get into today, but we're actually just going to start out with the greatest president in modern history, Joseph Biden, who is not only continuing the border wall, he is now using eminent domain laws to continue the seizure of private property and homes of his own voters along the border to continue this wall. Back in the campaign when he was doing his video streams from his basement, um, he actually said in one of these live interviews that he was not going to build another foot of wall. That was a lie. He also said he was not going to confiscate any more land like Trump was doing to build the wall. That was also a fucking lie. So this is where we're at. We have Biden with exponentially more children in cages that he built and he is stealing people's homes to continue building the wall. Tell me again that this is the lesser of two evils. So we had to vote for Biden to stop these racist authoritarian acts. Both of us were horrible people for not voting for this guy because again, lesser of two evils, right? Better than Trump. Now, while this is all going on, Biden is also continuing the refugee moratorium from Trump. He's literally building on everything Trump did wrong and simultaneously doing his own corporate warmonger establishment agenda. And I said this was going to happen, but in your rush to get rid of Trump, you actually you actually elected somebody somehow worse. You got worse Trump. But please hire a fucking gay police chief to head the border patrol so I can feel pandered to while he throws more kids in cages than Trump did. You fucking morons. With that happy Saturday, I pass it to Mike. Trump, every all we saw was every single thing he said was so negative. All his actions that were like actually positive never got any attention or, or credit. And like everything he said was scrutinized and fifty thousand articles were written about every tweet and comment he made. And now Joe Biden, who does nothing but fuck up and lie every single day, the amount of campaign promises and just bullshit he has fed us and like issues he has caused and things he's made worse in a fucking a couple months uh, is shocking and still the news cycle revolves around just giving him praise just for things he says there's never any mention of his fuck-ups there's never any mention of his lying or his corruption or the continued exacerbation of like all these things like the border wall and like just denying there's a crisis and he has like losers like aoc pieces of shit who like a couple weeks ago were denying the crisis and complaining about the wording of the how the it was described because it was based in white supremacy and then comes out and complains that joe biden is not allowing in more refugees and then the news story is like joe biden says climate change has to be dealt with now like that's not a story no they just report on things he said is positive and they there's no ever analysis or critique of like what he is as a person which is just dog shit he's a dog shit president and let me point this out too if we're gonna critique and analyze what he's actually saying let's talk about this afghanistan withdrawal you want to know why i don't believe it because he tweeted about this in 2012 right you can google this you can go on twitter you can do whatever you want but he tweeted about this in 2012 when they were talking about doing a Afghanistan withdrawal in 2014. That was a fucking lie. So now here we are in 2021 where Trump made a Afghanistan withdrawal plan, which wasn't a hundred percent withdrawal plan. It was misleading because again, Trump is not who he said he was. Let's figure that out. Conservatives. He right? was better. <laughs> but literally, so then Biden reneges on the promises that Trump made to be out by May 1st which is now triggering the Taliban to talk about bombing us. And I think that is going to keep us there longer. That's going to be the pretext to do it, but I digress. Now he's talking about, we'll be out by September 11th, 2021. Why should we believe him for a fucking second? He is a 47 year warmonger record that proves this is not his agenda. And he's been talking about this for nearly a decade now without doing it. So I don't want to hear any praise of Biden until he actually does it. Now, if he actually does get us out of Afghanistan, oh my God. I will give him all the credit in the world for that. I hope to God that I'm wrong. 
but I'm not. Have I been wrong about a single prediction on this so far? Has Mike been wrong about a single prediction of this so far? No. no we call zero. this We Got It All Figured Out for a fucking reason. It's because we do. Listen to the show. Listen to the people we recommend. I'm going to get off my soapbox now and stop sucking my own dick, but fuck! And I'm going to start sucking his dick. Rawr. I don't even know how to keep making the same point over and over, but it's just so bi- So fucking Biden, it's not the lame duck session anymore. He's at no. a, He has a 47-year record. He has three months in office as president, and like the again the amount of promises he's reneged on or changed his stance on and like the failure to make any like just do anything right without just pouring gasoline on the mood of the country is shocking and it, and never have we been living in a time where two realities existed so much as now yeah. and just seeing the media is so but like cuz the president shouldn't matter as much in our everyday lives as he does it's the me- It's people like the media and the and the people who exacerbate political culture have made that so. So that's where I see the source of so many problems is coming out of the media and just the way they talk about issues. And Trump, like all they talked about was, oh, he's attacking the media, like in journalists. And it's like CNN, MSNBC, like most of these online news articles, they're not journalists. They're just commentators with an opinion. And they don't really, they're usually not that smart. They really don't know anything. They usually have very ignorant takes on issues with very simplified versions of thinking like there there's really nothing to like respect about them because they'll make like an article like about a tweet we understand we're we're commentators ourselves we're not shitting on commentators being commentators but there's a difference between commentators and journalists and there are no journalists and we also openly mock ourselves relentlessly this and try to discredit ourselves and we still make more sense than i would say nine at least 90 percent of people in government and by the way here's why you know why people like us or people like Jimmy Dore or, or any of these other people, yes, you know why they make more sense? It's because we're not bought and paid for by the corporate lobbying packs or the DNC or the RNC or whoever, right? If you want to understand why a political commentator or a politician is saying what they're saying, follow the money. You will be right every single time, right? Once once you understand who they're being paid by, what they're saying makes a lot more sense. And the bullshit stories they come up with to cover for their faction make a lot more sense. And so that's why there's so few people that will genuinely give you their unfiltered opinion, whether you agree with it or not, on these various things. So you look at somebody like Jimmy Dore, willing to relentlessly go after whoever is breaking on their promises versus something like TYT, who's paid for by the corporate lobbying packs for the DNC, who are doing Hillary Clinton apologetics and oh you have to vote for Joe Biden where now we have blue Trump we have blue Trump that's literally where we were left with and I'll say it for the second time of this episode in our rush to get rid of Trump this is this is the worst that the corporate warmonger establishment had to offer and we got it and we're and now we're seeing exactly what we predicted we what did we predict an expansion of the foreign wars a expansion of the bloated military a continuation of everything wrong with the corporate establishment policies that Obama did now I didn't think that Biden was going to be so awful as to continue using eminent domain laws to kick people out of their homes to build a border wall for Trump? He was worse than we thought. Actions always speak louder than words. That's gone out the fucking window these days. And, and so here's a perfect example. So you got Biden that. who says he's how he's all for police brutality against anything police brutality. against police brutality <laughs> like as in he's for solving it and does nothing, will do nothing. We all know that. Will do nothing except add gasoline onto like the fucking fire of dangerous rhetoric. 
like call, like supporting people who like call for the end of policing and shit like that. And then you've got Trump who like says things sounds toxic and he communicates very po- poorly in a way that's divisive, but actually institutes a lot of the changes that are like the most important for for police reform. And I want to run through them again for the millionth time but like things like the registry for like people who've committed offenses and like so all really good things but of course no it's all about the words it's about how you feel it's about we think this guy's a representative but he's not everyone sees through biden knows he's a fucking piece of shit that like is not worth liking that's why you have companies like google actively altering search results to make sure that like negative biden stories aren't coming up platforms like facebook that ban important figures like james o'keefe like from sharing who are like who release like real bombshell journalism? I believe against- that was just Twitter, but but yeah. the, the but the stories James O'Keefe got banned for on Twitter. He's not banned on Facebook, but you can't share those stories. Yeah, so same basic same, same thing, thing censorship, yeah. and then YouTube is removing like dislikes. Like Biden has a video up like from the White House, and it gets like three thousand likes and seventy thousand dislikes, and all of a sudden it changes, and it'll have fifteen hundred dislikes. Right, shit like that, and that, yeah, that's Google. So I mean, same shit. That's fascism that's marriage that's corporation fasc- and state <laughs> fascism for you you fucking idiots like in politics whatever someone is screaming like that's what like hey that's the enemy that's what they are Correct. same thing that's why all those fucking catholic priests come out and sucking dick in airports and whatever the <laughs> fuck they're doing is because they're like well i have to be loud about being anti-gay so no one will think i'm gay exactly it's basic shit and people are like, this is my team. Yay. <laughs> yes, bitch. Ah, what color hair do I have today? Kamala Slay, bitch. And then yeah. she does slay and people die. Yeah, she slays prison inmates. I'll tell you what. Yeah, keep hiding. Sending them to fight fires for 20 cents an hour. There's a word for that. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine unironically doing that. But t- uh, and I'll tell you what, though, because you, you said that you know people are starting to see through that. The number of people who aren't, though, is genuinely concerned. Like for today, I was out with Peace Action Wisconsin and I was standing on a corner with somebody from it was Socialist Liberation or something, right? I'm sure we have many fundamental disagreements with this guy on certain issues. However, a number of Biden supporters started coming up and talking to us. And the main theme of it was, well, you could have Trump and well, he gave you your $1,400 checks and you, he promised 2K. No, he didn't. He he, he got your, your 1400 plus the 600 That's not what the fuck he said. He promised in return to get votes in Georgia for the Senate. In return for that, he promised $2,000 checks in the first week. Several months later, after a vacation for Congress and also trying to impeach a president who wasn't even in office anymore, they gave us $1,400 checks and tell us to be satisfied with it. And this is what pissed off the Biden supporters so much is I said, literally, we got more stimmy under Trump. They aren't ready for that. Dim, dim, and then we get into the 94 crime bill. Well, uh, he didn't, he, he wasn't responsible for that. He literally wrote it. This is the problem. People don't understand the facts of who Joe Biden is. They don't understand who Kamala Harris is. They listen to the sound bites on CNN and MSNBC that make them look like wonderful people and they don't know anything about the record. And that's why we have Joe Biden, the worst that the establishment has to offer as our president right now. You know, it's funny. Like, I remember, like, when the election started, like, when 2020 uh, election started. Because now, since, like, 2012 or really 2008, like, whatever side doesn't is not the incumbent president or, like, whoever's leaving office. One side always has, like, a shit ton of candidates now. Like, wow. in 2012, I remember there was an insane amount of Republicans. 2016, there was an insane amount of Republicans. That was the most entertaining primary I've ever seen in my In 2020, life. there was a lot. And I remember I would look at people like Amy Klobuchar. Not even, like, people like Pete Buttigieg, who had had, like, 
moments that they handled really poorly. Like there was some police brutality thing in whatever city it was in Indiana. They was had it Gary, Indiana. No, it was, uh, I don't know. I used to sling trucks there. Somebody Google it. Bing, uh, you mean? Bing, yeah. We don't support Google. <laughs> nope. Anyway, I, I would look at people like Amy Klobuchar and be like, I can't imagine having that like boring corporatist in there. Now compared to like Joe Biden, like at least if we're gonna have a corporatist, like. Maybe have someone who is just boring and corporate their whole life, not someone who is like a fucking corrupt villain. Correct. Like who with creepy tendencies and all the shit. And it's like they because they're stuck in that fucking bullshit old timey politics, like corrupt rule. It's like it was Joe Biden's turn. Right. They knew right. how flawed Hillary Clinton was in 2016. That's why they had the Pied Piper strategy. And that's they, also why they stole it from Bernie. And Assange proved it. He wasn't around to actually prove it that it happened again a second time. But all the signs were there. It was the exact same thing that happened. So I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that it happened twice. They knew the flaws by with that, Biden. By that logic, Bernie Sanders should have been our president since 2016. Again, deeply flawed platform in several areas, but a massive improvement when we're talking about like just villainous criminal shit. Absolutely. And do you know what? Bernie Sanders is a wonderful human being. And you know what? As much as Bernie people, if Bernie had won in 2016, let's say, America wouldn't have looked that different going into the election. We still, very likely still would have had a coronavirus outbreak at some point. That's a fair point. Because that lab, uh, I don't know. I doubt anything would have happened to like make some like them shut down research or somehow have implemented more safety standards in two years because yeah. they got cited in 2018. So it's it's not like it would have changed anything. But it's not like I doubt he would have gotten that much done. He maybe a couple things. If he anything, would have, he would have pushed pro- the national conversation into a more progressive place. But the, the 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 Medicare age, I'm sure, would be massively lower if not just for all. You know, I mean, again, you know, the the, the idea of Medicare for all and abolishing the private healthcare system that's problematic for a lot of reasons. We've gone over that before. But at least making Medicare available for all, absolutely, and we need to do it. We should have done it decades ago. But Bernie Sanders would have gotten that done if we care about the will of the people at all why are like like how how are we still allowing this to happen it blows my mind you know what biden's doing that we haven't talked about yet okay. i don't know if you saw he's so he released his plan to uh pack the supreme court oh fuck yes. so they've got Let's a go six they've got a six three there's nine justices right now six three majority for the republicans mm-hmm. they do their like last week or whatever it was they say they're gonna do a commission in a, a report on what they could do to improve the supreme court they come out and they say We'd like to add four new judges. Hmm. Funny enough, three plus four is seven, seven, six majority. Interesting how that works out. And, and let's put this this way really simply. If you see that as anything other than a blatant power grab in broad daylight, I can't help you. Yes, it's a large majority. Do I like that? No, I'd rather see five, four in anytime we have anything like that because I want it as balanced as possible so we get the least amount of partisan rulings as possible. But I'll tell you what, if I'm looking for an impartial Supreme Court that literally just looks at the Constitution and makes those rulings accordingly, what I don't want is for us to play the game of, hmm, let's pack the court so now we're in charge because what the fuck do you think is going to happen when the Republicans come back? You just set the precedent. Now we can do that so they're going to do the exact same thing. They're going to get in the same amount of justices that you did, if not more, because that's how that works. It's a snowball effect where they will well, get farther and farther and farther and so now every presidency is going to add more and more justices to the point that the supreme court just because basically another branch of congress and doesn't mean anything then in that case you have an unelected legislature that gets packed every time a new leader comes in and it's a back and forth and it's a game we don't want to play god imagine imagine having to like hear like 
30 Supreme Court justices give an, opi- give an opinion on, like, a fucking case. No, it, it's Jesus a terrible Christ. idea. I, like, the thing that's uh, different between, like, liberals, like, especially is, like, they treat the Consti- or they treat the Supreme Court like it's, like, a political tool. Like, that, as, like, it's supposed to be activist judging. But that's really not what it is. And the reason, like, they... I I never understood why they freak out so much about judges like Amy Comey, Coney Barrett is because about their, like, views on things is, like... But conservative justices are all about, like... Their opinion is not part of it. They're trying. They're not supposed to be activists. They're supposed to interpret to the Constitution to the best of their ability. It's not about like what their personal beliefs are. Now, some justices are like that. Like Antonin Scalia was as corrupt as fucking humanly possible for the corporation. So this it, is true. You know, there it's not perfect when you're conservative, but like it doesn't matter if she's Catholic. Like I think she said she's like when they asked her about abortion, she's like, if it complies with the constitution, then that's okay. Like, which I think it does. Like it's part of privacy. Like they ruled it. No, you look at like ACB who they were making a massive deal about. And I'm supposed to personally be upset about that one. Right. You know, because she said sexual preference, which by the way, up until that day, was literally an okay thing to say. The dictionary was like changing words like what during when Trump was in office to like make them offended like when people in the Trump administration would say them like yeah. And let's put it this way. You're telling me that a 48-year-old woman is not 100% up to date on her LGBTQ+ plus lingo. I'm already bored, first of all, right? This isn't a story. This isn't newsworthy. Second of all, if I, 23 at the time, and a queer dude didn't know that that was a problem, it's not a fucking problem. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Chill. Let's move on to the next issue. And I don't appreciate being used as a political pawn to get me pissed off so I vote for your shitty corporate candidate. Ooh, that's a great topic. Political pawns. I don't understand not voting for Joe Jurgensen. Hey, I like to back Mama a, Joe. I like to back a winner. You could have had a bad bitch. When's our first twerk? president gonna be <laughs> i don't know but dude spike cohen is knocking it out of the park every day that he tweets this man needs to be the libertarian candidate in 2024 that's what i want to see is spike cohen because guess what as good as george Jorgensen was spike cohen was better and he should be the next libertarian candidate for president i don't know about selecting a candidate based on their twitter game oh man but look he has but i guess that's where he, we're at he, now he, he has the listen he's got the policies to back it up he can play the twitter war and win he's i mean he's just a great all-around candidate i would love to see that happen i mean I, he's, he's he's the strongest candidate that the libertarian party has at the moment i want it i want the next presidential candidate i don't know what party they'll be but i want like a guy who's real i want a guy who like takes like the trump kind of like philosophy from 2016 of like throwing a wrench into traditional politics with how he talks mm-hmm. but doing it not talking like a buffoon who just says annoying like things that are incendiary right but kind of fun like he was funny like i want a guy like during a debate when someone lies say hey fuck you you're lying you corrupt like you're fucking corrupt bitch you did this last year oh sorry you only have 60 seconds like no the fucking american people need to know that's bullshit you're lying like i want to that's like the kind of wrench i want thrown in saying like let's cut the bullshit like you all, you're fucking talking about like trans, you know, whatever in this. And it's like you're doing this or like whatever the issue is, whether they're conservative or liberal, someone who just calls the shit out, throws politeness to the wind like yeah. he doesn't care. Or she, I, if it was a woman too, great. Fuck or it. Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. <laughs> trans, if it's a trans person who comes out and says, I'm trans, I don't use my people as a political token or like, right. you know, like I understand the issues and guess what? They're going to get fucking health care or like, fine. Yeah. Oh, good. I don't care. First of all, Jimmy Dore 2024. Let's make that happen. Second of all, let's talk about the great trans issue of our time real quick because Florida fucked this up. So we don't, we don't talk about these types of issues a ton on the show because there's these bigger issues that 
tend to be completely swept under the rug that need to get more attention. But what happened in Florida is they just recently passed a law in the state. This is a state law specifically where not only are trans kids banned from competing in the high school sport or middle school sport that they identified of the gender as, any kid whose gender is in question can be subject to a genital inspection. If you don't understand what's wrong with that, you I like can't cuties. help you. You enjoyed cuties. <laughs> yeah. You watched that. You were like, damn, those go kind of thick. Damn, I need to see the director's cut. Free Epstein. Like, you were on that shit, all right? Matt Pride. And here's the... <laughs> <laughs> but let's put it this way. If this was for adults, right? If this was for adults and you're subjecting them to a genital inspection, I would still be pissed as fuck about this, right? That is not a correct thing to do to anybody, especially if you're actively discriminating against trans people. But now you're doing it to the kids? There's something wrong with this. And this is what's wrong with the Republican Party. It's cartoonishly <laughs> villainous shit on a near daily basis. Now, guess what they did in Arizona, too? They just recently passed a law, again, in this last week, where teachers in schools are not allowed to talk about LGBTQA anything without the parents explicit approval this this constant villainization of the lgbtq plus youth why do you think the suicide and depression rates are so fucking high it's because we have to grow up in a society that treats us like shit and like there's something wrong with us and then these things happen it's like well you know why why are these rates so high because you made it this way and you legislate this shit into law there's my uh anti-republican diatribe for the day we're keeping it balanced between the republicans the democrats they're all corrupt it's two wings on the same dead decaying bird it's time for third party fourth party fifth party coalitions to come in and get these guys out of office before america collapses because we're on the way of doing it and there is no party in power currently that is going to save us from that. No, do you have any more? No, oh, go Do you nuts. have any more different branching points you want to make? Absolutely you none. silly goose. You are all good to go. Well, here's the thing when it comes to the comically evil Republicans, like in the Georgia or Florida case, they could have stopped at like the sports thing. I would have been fine with that. The second half with the general inspection, I'm like, what? why? 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 Who approved that? And I wanted to talk more about that issue because I see people like get mad about it now. Obviously, when it comes to trans kids in sports, we all know the main issue is tr boys who transition to women, not vice versa, because those yeah. girls get stomped. So it's like no one cares if they are in there because and it'll be actually a great story if one of them ever like becomes champion. Oh, it'll be a movie. That'll be good. I would. And that would be a great story because we all understand logically like, wow, that she has that's severe, di severe disadvantages and she won. Like, that's amazing. To be fair, they do say most of it is the one you go as pu you go through puberty as. It's I, not all of it, but that's the majority of it. The thing with that situation when it comes to the sports, like the man who transitioned to women is like, one, I know they don't win in every circumstance, but it is enough and often enough. They're not the champions in every sport. They are in a bunch, and they're oh, especially in sports where it's like not like one league with one champion. Like the NFL is like one team that wins the Super Bowl. No. It's like things in like lifting and stuff where it's, there's different federations. So you might not hear about every case, but like there are different records that they break and things like cycling and like that's where a lot of or track and field that's where you see a lot of the issues yeah. but the the tough part about that situation when people argue about it is one group no matter what you do is going to get fucked over unfortunately either, it's probably either true. girls are going to get fucked over as, as much as you want or might argue about how rare it is or how it's not guaranteed whatever girls are going to be fucking losing out on scholarships and opportunities to biological boys. On the other end, if you ban it, then the, some trans kids are just not going to be able to participate in the sport. And that 
fucking sucks, especially if they're very passionate about it. Um, so that sucks. It's a tough situation because someone's going to get fucked over. Anyways, that's basically all we have today. I mean, that's the state of the world. Things are not good. <laughs> Let's be real. We got a lot of stuff going on and not the issues you see in the daily news. We're edging closer to war on multiple fronts. Blue Trump is good Trump. Have a good weekend.